0: Hey guys, welcome back to Preview Alliance. It is Sarah. And Whitney. We are in the month of May. You guys are probably like, yes, I know. I'm listening every week. I know Eh, what month it is,
1: Sarah. You are on the up and up.
0: So, this week, I don't feel like many people hit on it, talk about it, but guess what we're going to. What is postpartum OCD?
1: Okay, so postpartum OCD is not necessarily what people think of OCD being. So here's my little therapy soapbox Tell right me. here. So OCD does not mean that you want things organized.
0: And I think I had, and I'm going to be honest, I had that like conception of it. Yeah.
1: Well, and some people can be very compulsive of, I have to have things at an angle or I have to do this and this and this. Yeah, that can be a little obsessive. That can be very type A, but OCD is when you have obsessive thoughts uh-huh. about something and you have to do a compulsion to complete that obsessive thought to try and make it go away. Okay. Now, that being said, germophobia can absolutely fall into that category because I've worked with clients before where they felt like they had to Clorox the handle to the fridge before they opened it. Otherwise, they were going to contaminate the food they ate. Mm. So let's just say they Clorox the fridge handle a couple of times, open it up, they get the milk out, put the milk on the counter, the door closes because that happens, right? They have to re-Clorox that handle. To get something else out.
0: Okay. So it is you having these thoughts, you have to do an action to make the thought go away. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: So again, you know, you can have that germophobia thing where you feel like you have to wipe something down. Otherwise there's a contamination issue and it's inevitable. Again, Uh I will say the foundation of OCD is anxiety. Okay. So when it, when you're listening to this and you feel like, wait a second, that sounds like the anxiety episode too. They do intertwine. I will be completely honest about that. So you have people that have that contamination fear. Right. Germophobia. So we have the obsessive Lysol Cloroxing of the fridge handle, the doorknob handle. And I'm not saying like... When you got a sickness in your household and you're constantly disinfecting. This is day to day. This is day to day. This is exactly what I said. Like you get the milk out of the fridge, the door closes. Oh, I have to get my cheese out of the fridge, get the cheese out of the fridge. It closes. And I'm chloroxing between every single opening. Cause I'm worried I'm going to contaminate my food. Okay. So we have those thoughts, um, which I do think hundred percent COVID mm-hmm. exacerbated these things. Oh yeah. Throwing that out there as well. um, So the other part of OCD can be what you mentioned in the anxiety episode of tracking things. Mm, Yeah. So, you know, if you've got the app on there, which I used it too, it was super helpful for me to stay kind of on top of the girls, things like feedings and naps and all the things. But if I'm looking at it, I'm like, they only took 4.5 ounces instead of five ounces. They're going to die. They're going to be malnourished. And it's like, you want to shove that last little half ounce in your baby. And it's like, Maybe their stomach is full and they're okay.
0: And see, that was me.
1: Yeah. So when we have that obsession of having to track things and have to complete it, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Now, it can be one of those, you know, if your baby has a tongue or a lip tie and you're like, they're just not taking much. So if they only took two ounces instead of five, it's like, whoa. Right. That's not close enough to a full feeding. Right. We're four and a half out of five. That's pretty
0: close. That's pretty close. Because if you think about like what we do on just like a normal meal. Exactly.
1: And you know, some days I'm hungrier than others. Same with our kids. But when we also look at naps and sleep and we are down to the minute of you did not get your full 12 hours. You were supposed to get 12 hours. Why didn't you, why did you get 1145? Mm -hmm. You know, we obsess over very small amounts. Right. Instead of looking at the big picture of things and it's obsessive And part of OCD too, when we feel like we can't complete something, we feel like a failure. And then we spiral. Yes. And then we spiral. So be very aware that sometimes your OCD thoughts could actually go down the path of depression too when you start to spiral. Yeah. So it can be tricky to treat this. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but I don't want to scare at the same time. Right. Let me say that because it is treatable. But we need to be aware of, okay, well, what is an OCD thought? And now am I spiraling? And now am I experiencing
0: depression with the OCD? Right. And I think, and we said this before, a lot of things you can have, like we go back to, your kid can have a strep throat, ear infection, Mm -hmm. and my gosh, he can have like a cut on his leg at the same time. we got to treat it all. Exactly. we got multiple things going on. And so that's, and that's again why we stress like to get in with a therapist. Yeah who gets to know you and gets to really break down what's all involved mm-hmm. because we're complex things. I we mean are. this is not just black and white it's here. It's
1: not. It is so not. Um and it's funny you say that because I actually had a client, not postpartum, but they were like, you know, I think I struggle with O C D T and I was like, well tell me about that. Yeah. So we were talking about it and so it's one of those, we're going to keep digging on it because I'm not super quick to just slap a diagnosis on somebody, Uh but it was one of those. I'm like, it could be OCD or it could also be severe ADHD. Yeah. And I'm like, we just need to keep digging on it. And so printed out some articles, we're going to work on it together. So have those open conversations with your therapist because that's what we're here for. Right. Right. But an example from one of my friends, after her first daughter was born, she had to take a shower after each breastfeeding session. Had to. Had to. Now, mind you, she was a great producer. Like, she enjoyed breastfeeding. Like, it was a good thing for her. But she always said that she felt so dirty and had to take a shower after each
0: breastfeeding session. So she had that obsessive thought. Uh I'm dirty. I'm dirty. I'm dirty. She had to complete it. Mm Mm-hmm. To, to, then, to, with an action.
1: Yeah, with an action. She had to go take that shower and she was fine until the next session. Well, we oh, all know no. newborns can cluster feed.
0: Like, how we're do you talking manage like, that? I, I don't even know, 20, 30, 40. I mean, how do thousand. you manage that in the middle of the night? I mean, you. you and
1: can't. so therein, we already have sleep deprivation as a really key point in the postpartum time frame. You throw in those obsessive thoughts of, I'm dirty, I've got to take a shower. And you have to complete that compulsion. So you're taking time to shower. She
0: probably didn't sleep at all.
1: Exactly. So what do you think made it worse?
0: Oh my gosh. Sleep
1: deprivation. Right. Because the thing is, it probably was not a quick rinse off.
0: No, because she probably had a really, she probably had a ritualized way. Exactly. And that's another
1: key point of OCD are rituals. Yes. And when I say a ritual, I'm talking about you have to do something a certain way or it's not right.
0: And you know what? I feel called out because Bill will tell me all the time, you ritualize things, Sarah. Mm. And I'm always just like, that's not true. And then I'm like, oh my God. I do sometimes. Well, and again. No, I can let it go if it's not like that. Yeah. Um, But see, with OCD, you can't. And so that gives me some comfort, but I couldn't let it go Mm -hmm. in postpartum. Yeah. And... So you you guys are just like, wow, Sarah, we're finding out way more than we ever wanted about you. (laughs) Um, But all that's to share is that I am decently out of the immediate postpartum period. And there's still things that I am working through. That's right. Um, So open an honest book here, for better or worse. But at least at Preview you know, we call it like (laughs) it is. We're honest. We do. And. I think, again, people don't want to share this because it's shameful. Yeah. They're scared. And OCD can
1: also be a very scary place to be. Yeah. Because it can be very confusing. You don't know why your brain is having all of these thoughts. You don't know why you have to complete these compulsions and obsessive thoughts. So you're scared. Yeah. Because you don't understand what's happening and you want it to stop, but you can't make it stop on your
0: own. And then how do you explain that? Because I'm sure at some point her her husband and her partner was like why are you getting into the shower every single time or
1: well and it was one of those i know he worked outside of the home a good amount like would travel and stuff for work so i don't know that he knew the full extent
0: because he might have just thought you know let's be honest cuz like he might have just been like oh you're you feed the baby sometimes the baby had re- my boys both had reflux they threw it up on me oh, and you know yeah. you had to get in the shower so he may have been like okay, it's that, Yeah, but... But in her head, head
1: it was, no, no, I'm, I'm dirty, uh-huh. I'm dirty, I'm dirty. And and I haven't asked her this, so this part of speculation is I wonder if she felt like she had to be clean for the next
0: feeding. And because I think that's like... Again, a contamination It goes back thing. to the danger towards the baby that we're trying mm-hmm. to prevent and a protection mechanism for us or the child. And I know OCD can occur during pregnancy as well. Mm-hmm. So... You know, and people will talk about it and yeah. I think people are like, oh, you're just trying to be extra cautious for the baby or yeah. whatever and they may dismiss those but when it's overtaking your functioning of your life mm-hmm. and like a task. Mm-hmm. That is when it's like alarming bells of like, let's look into this. Let's Mm -hmm. seek help for this. Because, you know, they say three to five percent of women experience this. But I think it's more like everything again, because we go back to shame and just like dismissive of our feelings. And like we don't know who to ask for help. Exactly. Um, Because I think it's also to me what I think I ritualize saying is for control. So I think you have to learn how to manage the symptoms.
1: Agreed. Absolutely, because there's not going to be a medication for OCD. Uh-huh. I will say if you do get a medication, it's going to be more anxiety-based, because it's which like, is true. Anxiety I mean, is
0: kind of like this umbrella, mm-hmm. and then here's your OCD, which I feel like OCD has more pretty heavy intrusive thoughts.
1: It does, because again, we have that inevitable of, if I don't do this, this will happen. So like my friend... She felt like she had to take a shower in order to be clean for the next feeding. Because what if I'm dirty and I make her sick? Yeah. And it's like, how could you have possibly have gotten that dirty in between feedings, especially when it's your first child? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like you're out
0: in the backyard rolling around in the mud. No, no. And then the so people are like, okay, great. We know what this is. It sounds super pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some possible risk factors? And, and again, history of OCD. Let's go back yes. to let's learn about what our family's mental health yes. is. I know people don't like talking about it in older generations, but like we got to yeah. know what's what's coming at us. And yeah. that's even hard for people who don't know their family. That's right. So
1: family history, genetics, just like you would want to know if there's a family history of heart disease.
0: The same thing for mental health. Let's be aware.
1: So family history is a big thing. Traumatic. Deliveries. I cannot say that one loud enough. Mm-hmm. Traumatic deliveries play a huge role in OCD being a challenge because, again, lack of control. Oh, a lot of things going down. Baby going to NICU is a big one. If you yourself have a history of mental illness, whether that be anxiety, depression, if you already had OCD right. prior to pregnancy, obviously that's probably going to be a factor going on. I would say if you are. If you don't have much of a support system, if your family lives states away, if you don't have a lot of friends in the area, that's a big thing. COVID. Oh my gosh. You know, baby you're, you're 2020, 20, 2021 moms. Oh, well, and my oldest, she's a January baby. So, mm-hmm. so when you look at cold flu, RSV season mamas, they, they, I would think that they could be a higher risk because those are threats to our babies. That's, and that's legit. It is a risk to our babies. So I want to validate that concern for our mamas. Um, I would think too, that, you know, maybe if you don't have like a cleanest place or like our house, our house is an older house, therefore an older neighborhood. We didn't know when we bought the house that there was a roach problem. Oh boy. Okay. All of our neighbors struggle with roaches because there's old trees in the neighborhood because it's a seventies neighborhood. And that, yeah. And guess what? They live in the trees, and so we've had to get besides burning down all the trees. What you? I've I've threatened to burn down the house. I'm not going to pretend like I haven't. Uh, Um, But we've had to get pest control on board. And now, after let's see, my youngest is almost two and a half, so about two and a half years of pest control being on board, we are we. It is finally uh under control. But it took a good six months for me to feel like, oh, this is actually better. And And that's a lot. It's a lot because let me tell you, like I had seen some of them and it always happens in August to September. She's an August baby. Oh, God. So I would see them around the kitchen, which is right to our back door. So I always thought, okay, well, they're coming in to get, get the crumbs, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Not kidding. One time in, you know, middle of the night, fed my daughter second floor front of the house. So diagonally opposite from our kitchen and backyard. A little roach just crawled his happy little honey across her floor. I dang near lost it at about 2.30 in the morning. Oh, and he crawled up under her dresser, and i you think I'm lying, sir. I turned the flashlight on <laughs> on my phone, and I'm trying to find him, and I cannot find him. I stayed up the rest of the night because I thought, what if that roach gets on my child?
0: I would have done the same thing.
1: Okay, so I'm I'm I would have had up- Bill
0: out there. Oh,
1: I was on up a with my hot. flashlight watching out for him. I never did find him. He
0: would have, he, Bill would not still be sleeping if that thing would have been.
1: It, and it was a, because she was an said so there were no shoes in her room. So it's not like I could go get it in the moment. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. She doesn't wear shoes. No. And I, it was two in the morning. And Why would I have shoes have... on. It's not like you're carrying like it a was, large something to kill exactly. it.
1: Exactly. I had nothing. I had oh no God. ammunition whatsoever. So, I, and I texted Michael at two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, there's a roach in her room. We're doing something about it today. Uh-huh. As soon as somebody opens up, I'm calling. We getting them out here. Oh, my God. And I sure did. Because um, moms, we get things done. I'll say that. Uh-huh. So that's probably the closest I've come to experiencing an OCD thing was there was that roach in my daughter's room, and I stayed up all night because if I didn't, how was I going to protect her from the roach
0: getting on her? I mean, I th- I think that's reasonable. So, I mean, yeah, we can say
1: that I have a good logical reason for it. But, but let's also keep in mind that that was it a little obsessive that i stayed up the whole night
0: yeah but a little
1: yes i and did that sleep deprivation help me
0: no the sleep deprivation made you not be able to rationalize anything
1: correct so that's where you know do i think that i have postpartum ocd probably not did i have a
0: little a little flavor of it right then i sure did and i think you can have flavors of a mixture of these topics like we said before and that's the whole point of therapy is Mm -hmm. you can if you had an established relationship and you say hey you know and and i come in say i'm you i'm like so we had a roach issue and this is what's happening Mm -hmm. that therapist is going to know baseline right and Mm -hmm. be like okay yeah now we'll 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 tuck that one in our we need to explore more if we hear yeah, this so continuing. that being
1: said, again, if it's maybe not the cleanest house, but that was your option when you were looking for housing, if you deal with bugs, that OCD risk factor through the roof.
0: I mean, even I think just huge unmet expectations and doubts that cause like this negative, am I good enough? And so then we try to protect our child more from that danger mm-hmm. leads us down this road. Yeah, And
1: that's a good point you brought up there is that protection. Mm -hmm. And I do think that a lot of our OCD thoughts can be rooted in a form of protection. Again, like intrusive thoughts. Yes. So with OCD, you probably are going to be experiencing those intrusive thoughts. Again, the inevitable of if I do not complete this obsessive thought with this compulsion, something bad is going to happen. But again, you have to complete it.
0: And let's say this since, you know, I was doing our research for the article, because I'm not a maternal mental health therapist like Whitney. So I tried to bring more of my life experiences to this. So I was doing some polls, I was doing some research, and it was like, here are some of the common compulsions experienced by those who have postpartum OCD getting rid of sharp objects such as knives or scissors. Mm-hmm. Because you are afraid with this intrusive thought mm-hmm. that those objects will be used to harm your, your child mm-hmm. by yourself or someone else. Not feeding the baby out of fear of poisoning them. Not changing diapers out of fear of sexually abusing the baby. Not consuming certain foods or some medications out of fear of harming the baby. That I feel like we can give some leeway. Yeah. Deliberately avoiding watching or reading the news when it involves child abuse. Oh, right here. I don't do that because. mm -mm. Obsessively checking the baby while they sleep. Asking family members for reassurance that the baby has not been harmed or abused. Mm. Giving over the day's events mentally to ensure that nothing bad has happened to the baby. Oh, yeah. That one is absolutely OCD.
1: And here's the thing. I would say that that comes from you don't have a reason. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like if your baby goes to daycare or family member or what have you and they come back with marks on them, Uh -uh. see, you have a good reason, a factual reason to dig.
0: Yeah. But we have a reason to do that. This is all these are like, there is not like your kid has been physically injured or harmed. Correct. Um, there's not someone threatening your child or you. This is not like you live in a situation where Mm -hmm. violence or abuse is expected or on the day to day. Yeah. This is you in your mind having these unwanted thoughts Mm -hmm. that it sounds bad to say there's no validity to it, Mm -hmm. but to you it's we don't have a tangible reason. Right. And so if these, what we just talked through is you're going, that's me. And like, I'm sorry, but it's like, I understand when they're like, I don't want to admit I have to hide all the knives. Right? Like that, saying that, but here, hopefully someone, if they're listening, they're hearing that, they're like, okay, it sounds like I'm probably suffering from OCD and this is not, it does not define who they are. It's not a character flaw. I've said it once. I'll say it again. There is help. Mm Mm-hmm. Get in with therapy. Yeah. Talk to your OB about medication. if yes. it's And let's figure out what all is involved in this scenario. But now yes. you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Now there is power to a name, name to tame it. Mm-hmm. This is temporary. This is not That's your right. life.
1: This is not who you are. Nope. And again, a diagnosis is not
0: a character flaw. Let's end on that because that is like my favorite statement you ever say. Mm-hmm. It's been a theme this week. And I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Till next time. See ya maternal mental health is as important as physical health the preview alliance podcast was created for and by moms dealing with postpartum depression and all its variables like anxiety anger and even apathy hosted by ceo founder sarah parkhurst and licensed clinical social worker whitney gay each episode focuses on specific issues relevant to pregnancy and postpartum join us and hear how other moms have overcome mental health challenges as well as access tips and suggestions on dealing with your own challenges as moms You can also browse our podcast library and listen to previous episodes at any time. Please know you're not alone on this journey. We're here to help.